Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Here's how most parents sound. Wow, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. This is the most beautiful drawing I've ever seen. You're so talented. Those are probably things that you've said to your four, five, six, seven, or eight-year-old when they presented you their latest Picasso-esque crayon drawing. And I know that you thought that you were doing good by them by showering them with all that praise, but you might have unknowingly been screwing them up for life. You see, praise can build self-esteem and praise can undermine and erode self-esteem. And it all depends on how you do it. So today we're gonna fix that for you. And this is how it works in your children as well as in your employees. Because after all, as adults, we are just big and now hairier children inside. In traditional cultures all around the world, parents used to actively avoid giving praise. They worried that too much praise would inflate their ego, that it might make children overconfident and too full of themselves, so parents intentionally withheld it. Just ask your daddy or your granddaddy about their parents. Well, as you can see, that approach didn't work. (laughs) And when those bitter and dysfunctional kids grew up, they started the self-esteem movement in the late 1970s, which really took hold in the 80s and 90s. They essentially overcorrected by instructing parents now to lavishly heap as much praise and positive feedback as they possibly could onto their unsuspecting children and for most everything. Praise along the lines of, great job, you're so beautiful, you're so smart, you're the best. Unfortunately, both styles have been utter failures. They essentially were two opposing sides of a pendulum and both created their own special kind of dysfunction. When a child grows up not feeling valued and not receiving praise or encouragement, they end up with borderline personality disorders such as, and I want you to think about your parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents as I describe these, a difficulty in trusting others, trouble regulating their emotions, high levels of anxiety, an unhealthy fear of rejection, unpredictable or confusing behaviors, and a lack of emotional awareness. On the other swing of the pendulum, receiving excessive praise and being over-validated in childhood can lead to a whole slew of interpersonal dysfunctions such as, and think of your millennial or Gen Z coworkers or friends as I describe these, attachment issues, an endless need for praise and validation, a dependence on external motivation, narcissism, and a sense of entitlement. Now, lack of praise is flat out just not good. Okay, so let's clear that off the table right now. This isn't about for or against praise. This is about how to give praise because praise is most definitely good. That is, if you don't screw it up and do it wrong. Hopefully, I have your attention. This is a vital lesson for parents, for coaches, and for leaders of any kind. There are seven specific praise mistakes that most people make that screw people up, even against your best intentions. I need to walk you through them one at a time, so I will save that for tomorrow's mentor chat. So be sure that you come back for that. 